Good morning, Black and White Nation. Hope everybody's having a um a very good morning. We are back with a Wednesday show. Only one more show after today. Uh, Rhodes is in the house. What's going on? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, Black and White Nation. I hope everybody's doing well today. How are you doing today, John? I'm good, man. I am good. I feel energized. Um, um, I shot a couple of videos. One of them was already on the sports channel. I got a, I got something special to drop after um, we get done streaming here. I'm not going to spoil that. I was actually planning on shooting it after we got done because I want to relax a little bit before the stream. I didn't do it. So, because I'm going to grill a steak for lunch, so. I already got it seasoned. I can't wait to dive into that rib that rib I have in the refrigerator. I'm trying to make a point to get three videos at least recorded prior to the stream starting because the day goes much easier on me if I've got three ver done versus two done before we start to stream because uh, there's a little post-stream action that goes on for both of us. And then I, I'm trying to avoid looking up at four o'clock and only having like four videos done. Right. Because I didn't get off my computer last night till like almost eight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this can't happen. I got to figure yeah, something out. Yeah. So I went down to the gym this morning and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a point to get down there because I'm finding out that going to the gym is interfering with work. Actually, it is. Well, you got to go to the gym, man. I noticed my production is better on Mondays, which is the one day I take off from the gym, because normally I'll get up and I start looking for stories at 6 a.m. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but starting to look for stories at 6 a.m. versus 7 a.m. is a huge difference. So I made a point to get down there. I get down there to the gym, and it's got this automatic buzz-in thing you use from an app, and mm -hmm. the door to the gym wouldn't open. This morning? That's right. That's right. And there was another guy down there waiting like me. They had, we had to call the owner. He was already on his way, but they had to come down there and open the gym. So even though I got there, made a point to get there like an hour and a half earlier, I still got in like 20 minutes later than I would have <laughs> had, had the gym just opened like it was supposed to. Buzz us in. And that's It sucks. was broke. Yeah. But you got your workout in, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been I've been getting these phenomenal what I'm calling like conditioning work in workouts in. I sort of reached into my personal training tool bag, and I've I've sort of pulled out some uh, weight. I was already doing like full like bodybuilding slash power building workouts, but I started incorporating a lot of body weight exercise in with my weight workouts now. A lot of push up variations, a lot of squat yeah. variations. And it is unbelievable how fast the, the fat will blow torch off of you when you start incorporating body weight exercise into weight training right. and combine them. It starts coming off quick. You ever tried this? You ever did like a um, a bench press and then just automatically jump down and do 10 push-ups? Well, that's kind of what I got going yeah. on right now, for example. Now, I do a lot of different variations of push-ups. Like I do hand positions like this. Yeah, staggered push-ups. I do around the world, which means I do a, a set. I mean, I do a, a rep. Then I move my hand, lift one hand, move over, do a set here, uh, a rep here. 
and and like that's five reps all together. You go all the way across the board, and then you come back to the middle. Uh, but I got to be careful. I'm having a lot of cramping issues lately with my muscles. Charlie Horson, real bad, mm-hmm. real bad. And uh, Monday. I went through this whole thing when I was in the theater for Sound of Freedom. I almost had this total meltdown because my chest started Charlie Horson. I have never in all the years of working out had my chest Charlie Horse. Wow. And my chest muscles just seized up just like that. And, I mean, it scared the crap out of me. I thought I was having like a cardiac arrest or something at first. Man. Um, oh, spe- but anyway. Speaking of, you brought you brought Sound of Freedom um um, Mission Impossible's out, and I got a five dollar um voucher to go oh, see it. So wow. I'm probably T-Mobile Tuesdays, man. You got T-Mobile; they sing you this stuff. So I'm going. To, I'm probably gonna go Friday. I'm probably gonna go Friday um afternoon sometime and actually go see it and then put up a review on the Matrix and Road Show. I so. want to go see it, but I'll probably wait till uh probably next weekend, and then okay. I'll go see it. But yeah. yeah, we kind of yeah. made it a decision. We had a good time going to see Sound of Freedom, and we was like, you know what? We need to start going to the movies again. Yeah, that needs yeah. to be a thing. Yeah. So, oh, did you did you watch that Napoleon trailer? Me and Rose are on the phone before we got it on the stream. I have not watched it, it yet. So it's a damn good trailer, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe a little later in the stream, we could all just watch it. That you know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So. We could maybe do so. a trailer reaction to it. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and acknowledge the chat here. I'm going to go ahead and see who we got on Rumble. We got 22 people over there on Rumble right now. Uh, WWG is in the house. Black and White Sports is here. Dragon Smoke 90 is here. And Patel Ron, who is a supporter of us on Locals. Uh, guys, support us on Locals. And um, because if anything happens to us on the YouTube side, uh, we'll be able to actually post there. Um, you can support us over there for five dollars a month. You get access to the um, to the member stream that we're actually going to have on Friday, and of course, you know you can also um, um, support us on BlackandWhiteNetwork.com. And by the way, I want to acknowledge something that um, Joe Bob um, Purdue had brought up in a in a chat before the stream. He had signed up on the website to become a silver member. He asked, "Is the link to the member stream actually posted on the website?" Yes. Every member stream, just go to the member section. Actually, you just go to homepage because I always post a link on the homepage and uh, it'll direct you to the um, to the member stream. So, all right, Rhodes, who do we got on the YouTube sides? And um, I will get to those uh, super chats that came in, too, after Rhodes is done. We got Mrs. Rance, Joe Bob Purdue, Jersey Dolphins, Forest. In the house, Osmora199. We've got Tuck of the Morning to y'all. Manny Lamont in the house. Well, Tuck of the Morning. <laughs> Mike Dawson, Lawrence Roberts Jr., Randall Alfrick, Alfred Wayne, Norma. Every time I see Alfred Wayne, I think Batman. Uh, 13 or more BA, Jeffrey Hutchins, Mind's Eye, Al Bundy with his hand in his pants, Omar Smith. Samurai Red, Mary, Lenny Ingbert, Bowsette in the house, John Moog, and let's see, let me make sure I don't want to try to miss anybody here. 
um, Natalie Firecracker, Papa Cotton, and we're good. Roll with the Super Chats. Okay. Got Super Chats. Um, please support the stream through Super Chat and um, or Rumble Rants. Um, it helps support these morning streams because um, there's going to be no ads on these streams because we do delete them from uh, YouTube. So that is a way to support these morning streams here. So we got um, two of them to go through so far. Paul Sherman for twenty dollars. Uh, love how real and truthful you guys are. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. We do appreciate that. We've had uh, many of our um, subscribers tell us, hey, you, you guys are the news for us. So we do appreciate that super chat. And you know what? The twenty dollar super chat. Yeah, do it. I'm gonna I'm I'm do, I'm do, do this one here for every twenty dollar super chat that comes in. I'm not black people. I'm not black people. Who's your Jerry? You my What you gonna do, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, here it comes finally because it wasn't played yesterday. Rocky. I thought she was going to give me the Rocky Four, <laughs> the I long this one. Is, it, I think this is my favorite one, I, th I think. Uh, Rob, for $20, says, sorry to be tardy to the party. Here's $20. Well, you're not that tardy, but we do appreciate uh, the uh, Super Chat uh, donation. Okay, since Rhodes actually brought up Rocky, we'll do this. If I can change... And you can change. Everybody can change. I love it. I yes, love it. Me I'm, too. I'm in the background. Everybody can change. <laughs> I'm I waving my I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, you can. You know, on the Rocky versus Drago cut, that speech is different. It's a different is one it? if you watch. Yeah, it's a little I different. I have not seen that cut yet. I've seen it's, it on Amazon. It, I was critical of it at first because I love Rocky Four so much. I really like that cut now. I do. Um, okay. So I guess we can kind of go ahead and roll into um, some of these uh, main topics here. We'll get to uh, more Super Chats as they come in. Keep dropping them. We will read them. So Rhodes, initially... I thought this was just going to be a topic here on the live stream because you guys know we, we stopped cutting out the clips from the stream and putting it on YouTube because people don't watch them. I guess, you know, people probably watching it live and saying, all right, I already saw this and they're going to um, dive into this. But Rhodes has already made a video on this first topic here. So that video has gotten dropped because the word yesterday, we have a free thinking uh, black woman out there in Georgia who told the Democrat Socialist Party to go kick rocks. She is no longer a Democrat anymore. She's joining the Republican Party. She's off of the Democrat plantation. Her name is uh, Misha Manor. And from what I actually understand about her, the way she's been voting anyway, she kind of really wasn't aligned with the Democrats anyway. But she unloaded on them um, in a statement yesterday. Right, Rhodes? Yeah. The most troubling part of this, but I guess not surprising, was the amount of sheer hatred she was getting 
from her Democratic colleagues over the things that, and, and I was talking about this in the video, that you would just assume years ago, a few years ago, would have just, just been common sense no-brainers. Things like, we're going to support the police. Well, help. From where we come from, that supporting the police should be a bipartisan topic. Bipartisan Easy. issue. Should automatically get a fund the police check mark. Yep, we're doing that. Oh, you want parents to have rights and be able to make more decisions around their, their kids' education. And who teaches their kids? No-brainer. It ought to be bipartisan. Nope. Not anymore. If you choose those two subjects, well, hell, you're a, you're a right-wing lunatic. Moms yeah. of Liberty. Moms of Liberty is now considered a hate group. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Well, I mean, it's absurd. You know? Yeah. This is a nightmare for Democrats because one thing that Democrats hate more than a conservative white guy is any free thinking black person. Oh, they just lose their minds. They are not going to like that she defected to the other side. And the main reason why they're upset with her is because she was the only Democrat to actually vote for school choice. And they weren't having it now. However, one of the reasons why you actually do not see universal school choice is because Republicans will sell you out too when it comes to this. That um that bill in Georgia for school choice didn't even pass. Why? Did 16 you see that? Republicans voted against it. That's right. And I believe I said it before, man. Anybody that does not support school choice should be voted out. Don't vote these people in. Remember, that is your tax money that they're taking, taking and putting into these schools. That are failing. Rhodes, she actually said like one of the schools in her district, like only like three percent of the students were reading at like um the correct level or something like that. It, it was pathetic. It's it's a it's a epidemic amongst democratic cities with children being able to just read, write, and do simple arithmetic. They're graduating high school with like Eighth grade educations, I shit you not. Yep. It's that bad. Yeah. You know, some of some of them can't read on like a a night like a, a a an elementary school level and they're graduating. They're letting them graduate. They're not getting the proper education. They're not getting the proper teachings. Uh and there's one thing all these places have in common. They're run by Democrats. And they're run by Democrats. Uh, you know. That is a problem, man. That That's a major problem right there. And I remember when I was in school, man, one thing I did not do, I didn't act up in school because um, some of the teachers that um, I had, my mom also had. My mom's only 21 years older than me. And when I was like in, um, you know, in uh, like 11 years old or something, some of her teachers were my teacher. I remember this one teacher told me, hey, you better not act up. I know your mother, and I'm going to call her. I remember we used to get paddled in school, man. I mean, the elementary school I went to, it was complete discipline. Oh, yeah. I mean, we weren't allowed to talk in the hallways. I mean, you I mean, you really could not talk in the hallways. Guess, guess what? In the elementary school, we had like zero problems. Why? 
everybody was terrified because the rumor was the the principal had an electric paddle. And she had the ones, <laughs> but her paddle is the one that had holes in it. I mean, you could hear a pin drop in the hallways in elementary school. It was complete discipline. Dude, we had the paddles with the holes in it. Multiple teachers had those in my school. Number one, every teacher that was also a coach, every one of them had one about this long with holes yeah. in it. And, yeah, yeah, they would use them with two hands. Our, our principal, Mr. Smith, he had one. I can remember Melissa shaking her head right now. She remembers it. And it had a handle like this big where he could get both his arms around it. And, I mean, he would wham right on your ass, too. See, he would the use bit, it. The bit paddles didn't hurt. The small ones hurt. The small ones are the one that, ones that actually uh, did hurt. Well, he swung it like he was Dale Murphy. Mm. Them sons of guns did hurt. Make no mistake. Nobody wanted a whipping yeah. from Mr. Smith. Nobody. I was terrified of getting paddled. I got paddled, I believe, one time in elementary school. One time. And that's all it took. I was like, nah, nah I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not I doing this anymore. I never got one. I was Man, terrified all, of it. Terrified. Today, today, all the teachers will be arrested. I remember um, when I was in, um, in middle school band, the band director was a disciplinarian. You know what this guy did to um to this uh, one guy that was acting up? He body slammed his ass. And guess what? <laughs> they didn't fire him. I think he got like a like a day suspension or something like that. But the point is, back in the day, there was discipline in schools, but now no discipline, and they're not even teaching right. It's gotta be something with band directors. What was our band director's name? Mr. Samuel? Is that right? He had he had one of those paddles too. He always smelt like cigarettes and coffee <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. It's kind of funny because <laughs> you mentioned the cigarettes. Uh, the band director um, in middle school, Mister Sinet, he would actually stand outside the band hall smoking cigarettes. So you walk in, you just get hit by smoke. <laughs> it, I mean, it's hilarious to think yeah. about. But I look back and I'm like. Yeah, but these these people absolutely had the kids' best interest in mind. Yeah, they always did. There was and no the, confusion. The band directors always were disciplinarians. They were always like that. So, always, always. But let's go ahead and get into this here. Um, Rhodes has kind of touched on this anyway, but um, let's go ahead and dive into this. You guys can see right here, state rep in Georgia switches to Republican after Democrat colleagues crucified her for supporting police and school choice. Now, guys, when it comes to Republicans, we know that there are Republicans that will sell you out. I'm not saying that Republicans are going to solve your problems, but I can tell you this. The Democrats are the causes of your problem. There's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, all the stuff going on in school, the alphabet stuff. That's all being pushed by Democrats. I, I brought this up in my in my video about this lady because this is Georgia. I said, what the hell are some of you Republican voters doing in Georgia? You voted in Brian Kemp. 
turned around and voted in Raphael Warnock right behind him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I can't figure that out. I mean, how are you voting in Georgia? It's the most confusing thing yeah. I've ever ever seen or heard of. It's strange. Well, well, I believe the breaking point for her is is that the Democrats over there were already frustrated with her, and they were trying to pay people to primary her. They can't primary her now that she switched parties. Now, here's the telltale sign. The last time she actually ran for office, she went unchallenged. And she won her district this time around because she was actually, I believe, reelected this time around because it's mostly. um, Well, it's a very, very blue district. This will be a telltale sign if the people in her district are part of a cult or they actually are voted on the matters. They saw that D next to her name. Now, the next time they're going to see the R next to her name, will she actually get voted in? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because that's in and around Atlanta. Very yeah. blue. Very, very, very blue. blue. Yeah. And she knows that. I mean, she probably honestly um, committed political suicide with that district right there. You know, kind of like um, everybody knew that Vernon Jones, before he switched to a Republican, that guy was a stone cold conservative, even as a uh, Democrat. He went down with the the Democrat agenda. He's uh, pro-life. He doesn't believe in same-sex marriage. None of that stuff. But maybe because of the district he was in, he had to be a Democrat to get elected. But and you see that a little bit in California, too, with some of the Republicans out there. Um, they'll run as it. Like, there was somebody that ran a while back that actually had a D next to their name and I was like, Jesus, this guy supports like every Trump philosophy uh, right. that, that there is out. But he was just some miscellaneous politician, but he knew. I mean, people were talking about the fact if he ran with an R next to his name, he would not have gotten elected. Not a chance. Well, well look at Schwarzenegger you know? in uh, California. Schwarzenegger won as a Republican, mainly because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's why he won. People really weren't looking at his, um, his political party. But... California in their legislature is overwhelmingly Democrat. I want to say you almost had no choice but to to rule it like a um like a liberal. Even though right. Arnold, man, Arnold is not the most right guy. He's not at this point, I really believe Arnold's what would you would say Arnold is now? True. More uh, uh, slightly uh, uh, to the left. A, a left-leaning moderate at best. Yeah, yeah. At best. I mean, yeah. honestly, uh, it, it, he's a Republican that you can tell has been very poisoned by the Hollywood atmosphere. Let's right. put it that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because so, he used to be a Reagan uh, Republican, and now, I mean, he's pushing his uh, climate crusade and all this other stuff. Screw your freedoms on the vats. That screw your free freedom thing really pissed off a bunch. You know what? No, you know what? I went too easy on him. Honestly, he's fully embraced the the leftist lifestyle. I think at this point, because he hates Trump. He does. He can't stand Trump. But it's kind of he's, funny, you know. He had no problem taking over for uh, the Apprentice after Trump uh, went to office, right? 
Well, yeah, no problem. Take it over that show. I think they used to be friends. Another one of those, yeah. they used to be friends. You, you, you know, know what? It, he's probably like a lot of these other people. Oh, it's cool to be around Trump, you know, before he ran the president. Oh, I like Trump. But you know what? Now, all of a sudden, I can't admit that because it's going to hurt my brand. You know, that kind of thing. But anyway, we get let's get back to her here. Um, A state representative in Georgia has announced she is leaving the Democrat Socialist Party and joining the Republicans after her Democrat colleagues crucified her for supporting school choice and refusing to support efforts to defund the police. On Tuesday, Rep. Misha Menor, who has been serving as the uh, state representative from District uh, 56 since January of 2021, announced that she had formally changed her party uh, registration from Democratic to Republican. Quote, I represent a blue district in the city of Atlanta, so this wasn't a political decision for me, she wrote on Twitter. It was a a moral one. I will never apologize for being a black woman with a mind of my own. And that is uh, her uh, right there. Uh, Menor later explained to Fox News Digital that she had lately endured heavy criticism from Democrats over her support for school choice and the police. Quote, when I decided to stand up on behalf of disadvantaged children in support of uh, school choice, my Democrat colleagues didn't stand by me, she said. They crucified me. When I decided to stand up in support of safe communities and refused to support efforts to defund the police, they didn't back me. They abandoned me. Menor uh, was the only Democrat who voted for Georgia Senate Bill uh, 233, which should which um, would have uh, uh, provided vouchers of $6,500 that parents uh, could use towards private school tuition if their child's school was performing in the bottom 25% in the state. The measure failed, however, after 16 Republican sellouts voted against it. Wow. Amazing, guys. Wow. Amazing. Uh, quote, the Democrats at the uh, Georgia... Um, State Capitol took a hard position and demanded every Democrat vote against children and for the teachers union, she said at the time. I voted yes for parents and yes for children and not failing schools. Uh, now, Republican uh, Manor has uh, nothing nice to say about her. Oh, has nothing nice to say about her former party. Quote, and I love this comment here. The most dangerous thing to the Democrat Party is a black person with a mind of their own. She also claimed to feel relief that, quote, for the first time in a long time, uh, she had um, been embraced by individuals who didn't find fault in a black woman having a mind of her own and be willing to butt the party line. I have a few colleagues upset with me uh, to the point. Uh, where they are giving away $1,000 checks to anyone that will run against me, she said. I'm not wow. apologizing because my Democrat colleagues don't like how I vote. Manor also stated that um, Democrat promises to the black community, this is where she really hit it out the park, 
have um, begun to ring hollow and worries uh, that too many black children struggle with basic uh, skills like reading. Quote, it's ironic. I'll say every election year I hear black lives matter. But do they? I see every other minority being prioritized except black children living in poverty that can't read. She she claimed uh, we'll send one million dollars to the border for immigrant services. But black communities, not even a shout out. I'm sorry. I don't agree with this. Rhodes, it's kind of funny, guys, that um she mentioned that because when it comes to uh, Chicago, right? Yeah. Brandon Johnson, the socialist mayor over there, yeah. $52 million for illegal aliens. Yeah, he named a migrant mayor, a mayor that's over immigration rights for the migrants that are coming in. By the way, their taxpayer money is funding that shit show. All the while, people are getting their asses shot off yeah. every weekend, and people yeah. are like, and and he made the mistake of of literally like using the word we we were worried about their safety or some crap like that you know the safety of the migrants and he got destroyed because taxpayers were like what about our safety for the people that already live here you don't seem to give a rip about that at all well, roads roads how many people got shot last weekend in Chicago twenty seven twenty six. Brandon Johnson didn't, didn't give a shit he did. about the people that are citizens of his own city. But they magically got $52 million for illegal aliens. How about all the people got shot? He, he walked out there, called a press conference, and was talking about climate change. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what, what do you even do, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that, that's absolutely crazy, man. And I know that um, she's going to get a lot of backlash from from the left. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. How do you not vote for school choice? They'll call her a white supremacist. I promise. Oh, easily. They she'll will. be she'll yeah. be the black face of white supremacy in Georgia now. Uh, man, white supremacy. Man, it's got diverse lately. There's a lot of a lot of diversity in white white supremacy. Remember, Larry days. Elder, a black <laughs> man, is the black face of white supremacy. Who labeled him that? That was um, uh, was it Gavin Newsom? I think it was L.A. Times. Oh, okay. I well, think it was L.A. Times. Remember that because that's during the uh, recall election, right? They went they the left came after Larry Elder because he's a free thinking black man. They've called you. White uh, white supremacists before I've yeah. seen it oh, in the comments. But the term white supremacist means nothing, man. Nothing. Anything oh, no. that goes against the left now is considered white supremacy, no matter who is actually um um bringing it up. Like they went after the uh, the Asian people that brought that lawsuit against uh, the against Harvard for affirmative action. They said that it was Jamel Hill saying that these people. These Asian people are upholding white supremacy, essentially calling them white supremacists because they wanted equality. I'll never forget comment section, old John Matrix channel. What's up with the troubling trend of older black men acting like racist old white men? 
It was on one of your videos that you did back in the day. Uh, you remember that? Remember. Yeah, yeah, I, I, really ca- I called you about. I called you about it. I went off. Remember back and forth. I went with this person for like three hours. We went to fight. And I think I roughly was, may remember it down. I was like, "Are you shitting me right now? Are you that stupid?" I was. I, I was livid. This was before we even started doing politics or anything. Oh, we okay. were just like farting around on our channels, you know. But yeah. I was just like crazy, and it's on something stupid like a Star Wars video. Gotcha. You know. <laughs> gotcha. Oh man, that that's wild, man. That is really, really wild, right there. Um, we're gonna have to see, man. I, you know what? Maybe, honestly, maybe this um this woman is actually more of a traditional liberal kind of woman. So it's gonna be interesting to see how she actually votes with um. Republicans now she won't be caucusing with Democrats now. She's gonna be caucusing with Republicans, so we have to see how that actually works out right there. But man, this is a huge blow right here for um for Democrats. Cause there's been quite a few black people go away from the Democrat Party. If you actually look at the voting of black people when it comes to um Democrats, it's been decreasing, but not as fast as you would actually think. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the votes for Obama from black people uh, versus Biden, it's, it's, it's pretty down, to tell you the truth. All right. Let's see where we're at here. Got any super chats came? No super chats there. Any rumble rats? Nope. All right. By the, by the way, I sent you in the private chat... Ignore the first two stories, but that third one might be rather interesting if we decide we want to laugh uh, during the stream. Because Joy Behard, oh, Lord have mercy. I just saw that right before we hit live. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if you've read that or not. No, no, that head, no, I haven't, I haven't headline, seen it Yeah, the headline is, The View host Joy Behar said she's, quote, turned on by Joe Biden's angry outburst. What? <laughs> I just thought I'll put that My in God. the chat. Decide whether or not we want to get to it. My goodness! Oh wow, the Man. view. Um, I do want to get into um, Sound of Freedom again, Rhodes, because there's been an absolute meltdown, as you well know, from the mainstream media. The mainstream media is completely against this movie, and you know, if the right says that, um, hey. Child trafficking is bad. They have to say, oh, no, no, it's good. That's what it seems to be um, the narrative out there with them. Look, well, if, the, if, if you got a negative thing to say about the message of the movie, that tells us all we need to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, CNN, they actually going on with this whole QAnon thing again. Look at this here. This is ridiculous. Uh, uh, Jack here um, posts, now CNN is demanding no one see Sound of Freedom. They're saying the movie will make more QAnon somehow. The pro-pedo media are terrified of the masses seeing this film. Let's go ahead and uh, play this here. And um, 
I'm going to go check something in my door real quick, too, while we're playing okay. this. Okay. All right. And you seem pretty familiar with him because he doesn't really hide his association with this real wild plot uh, that that involves, you know, drinking the blood of children and things like that. No, he doesn't hide it at all. And you have a lot of people who are in this world of QAnon who say, oh, they don't know what that is. They've never heard of it. They're just asking questions. With somebody like Jim Caviezel, he is openly embracing it. He's openly using its catchphrases and its concepts. He's speaking at QAnon conventions. And this film is being marketed to either specific QAnon believers or to people who believe all of the same tenets as QAnon, but claim they don't know what it is. And The Sound of Freedom does focus on a real issue of sex trafficking. Uh, but that theme, it, it's sort of like that kernel of truth that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, tell us how those two things work together. Sure. And the most durable and the most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that is true and the rest of it is false. But the believers point to the one true thing and they say, oh, you don't believe that this particular thing is true. In terms of child trafficking, we know trafficking is real. We know it has real victims. No one is denying that. But these films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites and only people like Tim Ballard and only people like Jim Caviezel and, by extension, only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings down. So there's a very participatory element. You're not just going to see a movie. You're just killing two hours on a hot day. You are helping bring down these, these pedophile rings and save children. Now, it's not true, but it's a very comforting and it's a very warm feeling to have. All right. So you saw that and you heard that right there. Yeah. Yeah. I had actually seen this yesterday, late evening, uh, come across uh, new, maybe it was Newsmax. Yeah. Uh, I am, I am baffled by the fact that a movie could simply do the following raise awareness. Yes. Raise awareness. Present something to to people that didn't exactly know what was going on, wasn't tuned in to Fox News over the last five years or to Newsmax or to OAN or to some of these more conservative channels that are willing to talk about this, doesn't read the Daily Wire or the Blaze or, or whatever. Insert your conservative outlet here or just outlets that are willing to play more fair. I, you can go to Rotten Tomatoes and look through the reviews, and you will see a lot of people going, you know, I didn't know a lot about this topic. Right. But it's opened my eyes. Yes. So in what damn world does anybody live in that they think opening the eyes to human and child trafficking is not it's a positive development <laughs> in the world that we're living in right now, whether it's coming from a movie, a song, any way possible that can yes. raise awareness. They're, they're trying to make this a political thing, and they keep bringing up QAnon. Um, th this is crazy right here. Now, I found out that that, um, that raid actually happened back in uh, 2014. I believe it was actually the, the beach raid that we actually saw um, in the movie. That was 2014 when that happened. This move, movie was made in 2018. Now, the thing is, man... You heard the part about um, 
eating kids' blood in that clip right there or something like that? Yeah. Rhodes. Yeah. Did you see any blood drinking in that movie? <laughs> I, I, in fact, did not. It was not a movie about vampires that I, so can, that I am aware in the world, of. Where in the world did this whole QAnon thing come from? It wasn't even in the movie. Look, they can drop the Q word in, QAnon, and this is what a lot of Democrats, and I've heard this, you, you Republicans, you right-wingers, you're all caught up in your conspiracy theories and your tinfoil hat conspiracies, and you're, you're reading these articles that are just flat lies and blah, blah, blah. So the moment they drop the Q word in there, they can, they can try to steer this in the direction of this is conspiracy theory. This is right. made-up rhetoric. This is some of the, the colorful ways that the, the mainstream media is trying to steer this ship. Look, the media is a little concerned because we're seeing a massive rise in citizen journalism. We're seeing a massive rise in, guess what? Oh, shit, you don't control Twitter anymore. You yep. don't. That's Elon Musk. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. It seems that Joe Rogan has expanded his mind quite a bit over the last two years. We don't have him as nearly the ally we once did. All yep. of these things that was playing in their favor has fell out of favor for them. And Lord knows, all you got to look at is CNN's ratings, and you can see the out of favor that people have gotten in the different directions that they're moving in and trying to get their news or whatever they're trying to get. And the Q Q word is is an easy play for these people. Oh, it's the QAnon nuts. And, and, And they can try to steer it that way. By the way... It's uh the movie is still killing it at the box office. Yes, it is. Just to let I mean, people know, there's talk on people asking, can this movie actually make a hundred million at the box office? I think it probably needs a little bit of uh, international um uh, screens to actually help that. But regardless, this thing is already a massive success already. But um Tim Ballard, man, he's firing back at um at CNN, um. For this whole uh, QAnon thing. Let's go ahead and watch this here. I want you to hear what CNN said about you. Uh, listen to this and have you respond. Films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites and only people like Tim Ballard and only people like Jim Caviezel and, by extension, only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings down. Do you want to respond to that? Yeah, I'll, as that guy's talking, and, and he's nobody's hero, by the way. I can't imagine any kid looking at him thinking he's going to help them out. Uh, but I think of the children that are really depicted in that film. I know what happened to them. Those children were the subjects of child rape videos. Those children were being sold for sex. Uh, in total, you see over 120 kids actually are rescued in the story that's being depicted even if the movie doesn't get into all of them. These are real kids. I see them, I'm still friends with them. So it's, it's, it's embarrassing and frankly grotesque for this guy who knows nothing to start throwing out terms like QAnon and connecting it to a real story. I mean, they're not even thinking about it. So what are they thinking about? 
Are they thinking pro, about straight pro sex trafficking? Children? It's if I mean, it's so bizarre. It's like they're pro sex trafficking. Like leave the industry right. alone. They are. It's a, that, that's how it feels to me. It feels like there's some other agenda. Because why do this? There's that one scene in the movie where it's an older man and he's picking out what little boy or what little girl he wants to take into. You know, but I just can't even talk about it. But to take away, and we know what's going to happen to that child. Does that really happen? And how often does it happen? Well, this 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 is happening all the time. How I mean, there there are uh, six million children, believe it or not, according to the Department of of, of Labor, Department of State, who are stuck in slavery of one kind or another, either it's sex, labor, or organ harvesting. I mean, organ harvesting. Oh. We've, we've been taking down several organ harvesting rings. Where they take little babies and, and and you know use them that way, um, and so we see everything you know, um, and the film depicts every kind. Whether it's the lure, like you, like you mentioned, that's a real person that 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 beauty queen who was recruiting kids as young as nine years old and, and then grooming them to be sex slaves, or whether it's the more kind of hey we're gonna. You've been taken. We're going to select you for this or that. We see everything. It's all in existence, and there's millions of kids. Yeah. So there you have it right there. And um, the organ harvesting thing, now that wasn't in the movie right there. But um, it's pretty clear that the media is um, terrified of this whole thing. And sorry about the noise, my yard, yard guys out there. They made oh that's you okay yeah, yeah, I was yeah. looking up at Melissa and I was like is something yeah. going on on outside well that's what that's why I um, stopped and left the stream because um I I heard something out there and that that's him out there. this is this is real life this is as raw as it gets right here folks right here black and white network you got the lawnmower in the house outside you got dogs barking this is how we get that this is why we're not CNN. Yeah, see yeah. it. Kiss our ass. We come complete with guys mowing lawns and uh, people in the background doing laundry and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Rant. I'm gonna try to cut out the kind of hit the mute button if it's getting uh, too loud right there. Dude, you're fine, man. Okay. You you know I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? A lot every yeah. day, like three or four a day usually. Dude, you would be shocked. Some of the largest podcasters. In the country, the kind of crap they upload on audio sometimes. When they, I mean, I'm like, uh, you get like a hundred thousand plays per episode, and you uploaded that. It sounded like I shot it in my basement. And, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but I'm glad that um, Tim Ballard actually called out um, uh, CNN for this thing. It, it's disgusting, man what they are at the narrative they actually want to push out there they're not even saying hey this is good man they they made this movie to actually um bring awareness they're not even doing that they're just like this is a conspiracy right that's what they're doing and it's it's really really disgusting man that the mainstream media msnbc out there saying oh fitness is um it's based in uh, Nazism and stuff like it's It's crazy. The narratives that these people are pushing, they're making exercise now be the equivalent of white supremacy. Rhodes, that just baffles my mind right there. Yeah. That's MSNBC. Yeah. Well, that's that's that goes back to the they want everybody gray. Oh, we want to tell you we accept you. You're fat. You don't want to get out and run a block. 
Uh, we understand all the health concerns, but we're not going to talk about those. Everybody's going to accept you openly, whereas people should actually be concerned about their health and about cardiac arrest and lowering their blood yeah. pressure and all these things. Plus, in my opinion, good health is going to promote productiveness in society. But then again, productiveness in society is white supremacy as well. Right. That's right. racist. Getting to work on time is racist for crying I, out loud. I got up this morning and I walked two and a half miles. That is a lot of steps and you burn a ton of calories. And my neighbors, we, I told you we had this big uh, walking park and my neighbors are out there walking. Some of these people are, are Hispanic. Some of them white. Some of them Asian. We got this Asian lady walks her dog and she does like uh, intervals, like running, walking, running, walking. That's white supremacy to these people. It's crazy. How do you tie skin color to fitness? I have no idea. I mean, idea. how do you tie that together? How does that happen? Like, who even thinks about doing that? That's what I want to know. Sitting around like this. I have no they're, idea. They're like, you know what feels racist? Fucking sprints. Weight training. That sounds like a racist some bitch if there ever was one. Yeah. And then I guess, you know, our military is racist because there's a whole bunch of exercising in the military. Regardless of um, race, by the way. Yeah. Boot liquor. Boot yeah. liquor. Yep. Racist ass boot liquor. John <laughs> Matrix. White supremacist. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's get to some of these uh, super chats here. Uh, Lure Lab for $20. Keep up the great work, guys. You're saving us all no matter the race. Man, we appreciate that, uh, that $20. You guys are killing it. On the uh, $20 Super Chats, man. Y'all are um, rocking. Y'all are kicking ass. You really yes. are. We, we thank you so much. Yes. I shouldn't. Do it. Uh, appreciate that donation. Yes, you should, Anakin. Give in to your hate. <laughs> Mick Walsh, two euros... One of our biggest supporters, member on blackandwhitenetwork.com, uh, silver member, um, says Joy Behar on the crystal meth, meth again, I see. Um, I guess people probably want us to actually look at that. A couple, a couple of people said, yes, please talk about Joy Behar okay. in the chat. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. But uh, Mick Walsh. Thank you for that. Go ahead and bring it up, Rhodes, because um, I don't have it pulled up. Okay. Yeah, this is this is nuts. By the way, kind of surprising. It it kind of looks like Whoopi Goldberg might have might have called out Joseph a little bit on this. Oh, guys! Oh, somewhere, somehow, Joey Behar when she thinks about Joseph Biden, and when Joseph Biden starts getting all worked up and his voice changes, well, it's possible. Joy Behar may be getting what we like to refer, refer to as moist. She's getting a little moist for Beijing Biden. That's right. Little boy. Little 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 uh moisty there. Uh let's get to this. This guys, this is we may be we may all need therapy as a group together. Group therapy after this uh craziness that's about to come out. 
The revelation that President Joe Biden frequently takes his anger out on his staff through rage-filled, profane outbursts represents the latest blow to the sweet grandpa image that the media sold to gullible voters in 2020. Listen to this. Biden's verbally abusive behavior has a fan in his most loyal media cheerleader. The View's Joy Behar, who said on Tuesday's show that she is, quote, turned on by his anger. Oh, let the hate hold on, flow hold, through hold on, you. Hold on, Rhodes. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to vomit. <laughs> uh, oh, that that stomach flu you've got? It's called the Behar flu. You've got that. I wonder how long this clip is. Let me look. I might want to play, play it, this. man. Just play it. Do we want to play it? Just yeah, play it, play it. Play it. Okay, play here it. we go. Do it. Snap playing? Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. I keep What's forgetting wrong? that that don't follow over. Uh, oh. It's not a... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was just someone being angry made you turn on. <laughs> by Biden's anger. I am too. I like it. You like it? I do. Well, you have said that before. I like that. I mean, he's such a mild-mannered, sweet guy. But you know he's not. We've heard, listen, he has dropped more F-bombs than Uncle, Uncle Joe over the years. years. Uncle you Joe has done years. that. I mean, over the years, we've heard him off mic say stuff. I mean, he is a, he's a regular guy. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, like, doesn't, she doesn't like this, she doesn't I like that. that's what that it's like anger management, and he needs anger management. He uh, just blows off steam. His white male privilege it's called. <laughs> Imagine if it's a woman or a black guy doing that. Not well, a woman. I'll give you a woman. Last night, putting my kids to bed, I was screaming so much. <laughs> I, I turned to my husband. I said, my heart rate is like, I'm racing. And he's like, well, maybe it was the yelling. And I wake up to this headline of him getting mad. And I'm like, Imagine waking up being President Biden. You're too old still. The economy sucks. The border's open. My, your son's a mess. What about that grandchild you don't claim? He, he, he broke royal protocol with King Charles. Every way he turns, he does something wrong. He is allowed to get mad. I do it. Three small kids. Who do very little. By the, way, like, by the way, this whole notion that the economy is in bad shape, it's not. It's God. not. It's, it's, it's not. Oh, it's my not. God. It's not. Oh, my God. Oh. She actually is trying to say that. These people are propagandists, man. That's it. They're propagandists. This feels like something that, that, for example, like you would see China put together to try to make Xi Jinping look great. Right. Or Vladimir yeah. Putin. Like like Russia, Russia uh, TV media over there trying to play him up and, and, and this, that. They're doing this for our president, who is a Dumpster fire. She said that Joe Biden's a nice guy. That dude's an asshole, man. He's a total asshole, and he's a racist. And y'all, Whoopi Goldberg sets up there and shills for the guy all the time. He hates you, Whoopi. Letting you know he hates you. He would take Django and rechain him if he could, for fuck's sakes. Whoopi Goldberg, I'm letting you know that right now. He would shackle you. Yep. Racist old shit for crying out loud. That's exactly, this is crazy. And people are watching this religiously every day. I mean, can Amazing. you imagine? Because they're on free TV, man. It's ABC. You know, I'm going to tell you, 
I want to vomit every time I see Joey Behar. I want to vomit every time I see Whoopi Goldberg. And what is the other one? Sonny Hostin makes me yeah, want Sonny to Hostin. also vomit. But I'm going to get very descriptive for y'all because y'all have all been there. Stomach flu. It's coming out of both ends. It wants to come out of both ends every time I look at whatever miscellaneous fake Republican they keep on the panel for the day, whether it's, what is her name? What is this one's name? Alyssa Farrell Griffin. Yeah. They're only going to allow Republicans on The View as long as they sell out Republicans and conservatives. That's the kind of Republican they like. You remember Joe Beijing Biden talking about, Oh, there's some good Republicans, and he brings up Mitt Romney. Yeah, that's the kind of Republican they like. They, that makes Soft her, meat Republicans that will not fight back against the leftist narrative. Her and Anna Navarro give me shit through a screen door kind of dialogue. Well, Anna Navarro is not a, not a conservative, though. I believe she used to she say claims she's a to, didn't, didn't she used to no. claim to be a Republican at one no, time? No, 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 no. She, she's a Republican. But yeah, that's what she I is mean. Not, she's not a no conservative and Republican is not the same thing. Well, I know that, but don't get up there as a Republican. You don't represent Republicans anymore. You she don't. She, she doesn't you represent don't. the vast majority no. of Republicans. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. She claims to be a Republican. She, so does she, Mitt Romney. So does Liz Cheney. Yeah. Anna Navarro is um, like the uh, Lisa Murkowski type of Republican. These uh, super liberal Republicans. That's what they are. VDS. View derangement syndrome. <laughs> That's pretty good right there. Do you suffer from VDS? That almost sounds like a venereal disease. It does. <laughs> the Democratic Party, the new venereal yep. disease. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Um, um while I'm well, I, I want to make sure I just throw this out because it happened again. Uh, some people, and by the way, the, the watchers on Rumble went up by about 25. We're up to almost 50. Once yeah, we got again, 50 right now. Once again, the notification was 43 minutes late on Rumble for the It uh, just stream. went out? Well, it, it, went, it went out at probably 10, about 15 10, minutes ago. 1043 is when it went out, and my camera just wow. went off. Yeah. It did. Why did why did my camera go off? No, oh, can't see Rhodes' face now. No, my camera went. Yeah, my camera's out. The light is like. No, wait a minute. I think Rhodes' internet just went out. We no, have I'm lost. still. I'm oh, still here. Still there. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, I thought I'm we lost here. you completely. Yeah, my camera's out. That happened right. before. That happened before. Remember, you had. Something happened. I don't. I don't remember what it was. Did it get hot? I wonder. That's your webcam, y'all. Yeah, my that uh, Logitech 4K. Oh, okay. But the Brio. Yeah. Well, you still here, man? I mean, the show's gonna be almost over here soon, anyway. So, um, did you want to go ahead and talk about um? Oh my goodness, I don't. Rhodes, something happened, man. Mute yourself. Oh, there you go. Mute was myself. That? There was no man, noise. Man, that over was here like the, all. N- no, that was like a lot of noise. Did that, you hear that? 
Yeah. Did you hear I noise? Did. It was like what, a loud. It wasn't from us, though, was it? There no, wasn't was noise you. in here. No, that was from you. That's your side. Huh. I don't know what it was. I couldn't hear it at all. Yeah, it sounded uh, like a bunch of playing around with something. I, I don't know. Oh, did was that loud? Plugging that into the USB? Oh, that's true. It was? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was loud. Like the volume. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, got one more story here, Rhodes. Um, George Kittle and Bud Light. Uh, doesn't seem like um, George Kittle. This guy plays in NFL, man. Aren't these NFL players supposed to be kind of tough? And be able to take criticism, right? That's the that's the theory. But they all get butt hurt by just about anything. Yeah. This is this is not our 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 former NFL from the the old days of taking a hit across the middle. That NFL has been abolished. Right, it's right. gone. Yeah. Right. Well, we know that Bud Light has been in the tank, and Bud Light had to go into the bullpen and bring in some NFL players. And these NFL players, they got blasted and Rose's Rose face is now back on camera now. Um, they get blasted for these uh, these Bud Light uh, videos. The Travis Kelsey one with the grunting, weird, got ratioed. It's, it's Look, a disaster. It didn't just get a little ratioed. We're talking 400 and something likes to 22,000 dislikes. That That's... That's um, that's ratio to Hades is where that is. Right. Well, George Kittle has his uh, Bud Light um, video, and he's getting called out by one of the people um, commenting on his uh, Instagram post of this uh, video, and he claps back at him. Look here. Bud Light sellout NFL star George, George Kittle fires back after endorsing sinking brew uh san francisco 49ers uh, tight end george kittle is the latest nfl star recruited recruited by bud light and it went exactly how you expect kittle following in travis kelsey's uh, footsteps appeared in a bud light ad earlier this week that was posted to the beer's official instagram account kelsey did the same last week and Cowboys QB Dat Prescott is expected to possibly be on deck. Um, I think Dak is going to get roasted whenever he is actually comes out. Get um, this. It just dropped seven minutes ago on YouTube. This that's some. Um, that's some. Um, no, George Kittles just dropped on YouTube seven minutes ago. I just looked it up. But I think it's the same one. Um, it's the same one right here where it says easy it's, to it's, enjoy. It's it's the same one, but they had not put it on YouTube yet, so oh. we haven't we haven't seen the backlash. We haven't seen the comments. Oh, trust me, this is a video for later. This is yeah. The fallout around this is going to be epic. Yeah, it's going to be great. But um, let's go ahead and check this out. Where did you go? Now you notice something, man. Just like in uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, video, they don't touch a Bud Light. They don't can. touch the Bud Light at all. <laughs> yeah, 
They do not touch the Bud Light at all. Um, but the comments, they're not taken too kindly here to these NFL players uh, selling out. This person right here, who is this? Uh, C. Jermaine 33 says, what a sellout talking about at George Kittle. Then uh, George Kittle responds. Why would you even respond to this? Been a Bud Light athlete since 2020, actually. That's not nothing to be proud of right there. Uh, talk about uh, what you know, not what you think. R- Rhodes, you're a 49ers yeah. fan. This is not anything to brag about being a Bud Light athlete. He's trying to do the whole, oh, well, look, I was around long before they ever supported training juice fluid and all that sort of thing. (laughs) Look, 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 George, this is pretty simple. When this happens, you call your agent and say, you know what? I want to pull, I want to separate my relationship with Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light. I no longer want that relationship. Yeah. You didn't you didn't do that. So by default, that means you condone their actions or you would separate. Do you want to continue to be partnered up, John, with in a situation if you don't condone somebody's actions or 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 whatever. If you had if we were sponsored by Miller Lite and Miller Lite comes out and they've got a pride. They're sponsoring a, a pride event where guys are showing their junks off and all that. Do you want to remain sponsorship? No. Hooked up with Miller Abs- Lite? Absolutely I, not. No, no, it's not happening. I'm calling them up and I'm saying, you know what? You obviously, your ideals are different than my ideals. I'm no longer putting my brand myself around your product. So this relationship is over. Have a great yeah. life. Yeah. And our followers would destroy us for this. They would destroy us. If we went out there, you know, it would be kind of funny, you know, if we weren't covering on the Bud Light stuff and we had a Bud Light sponsorship and they say, Hey guys, how in the world can you guys stand by Bud Light and not say anything? I wouldn't want to sell myself out like that. No, absolutely not. I mean, come on, that's that that's crazy. I mean, you gotta you gotta stand for a little bit of something in this case, and we're not talking about some everyday Joe that actually got hooked up with a Bud Light situation. George Kittle's got plenty of endorsements and plenty of money. Not only has he made yep. plenty of money from the NFL and. Look, on a local level, all these NFL players, especially star ones, have a lot of local endorsements that they make a lot of money off of. A lot of people don't realize that. And uh, look, George Kittle's also got a secondary plan. Everybody knows he's going to the WWE after his 49er and his NFL career is over. Uh, Of course, the WWE's in bed with Bud Light now, too. (laughs) So... NFL still is, too. They, I mean, Bud Light is the official sponsor of the NFL. Yeah. There were a lot of organizations, a lot of businesses that were hooked up with Anheuser-Busch in some way or another. Yep. And it made them all look like trash. All of them. You know, Man. Yep. Garth Brooks, Travis Kelsey, 
and uh, George Kittle. Now, look, um, at least George Kittle didn't come out and call everybody assholes like Garth Brooks did. That was a bad look. Right. Not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, I cannot wait to see because NFL fans crushed that Travis Kelsey video in the comments. This is going to be beautiful. I cannot wait to see how badly this goes. Yep, we'll see. We have to see the comment section on on that. Uh, anything else, Rhodes? Before we wrap uh, up, I think that is it. That's very interesting, Bud Light. That I have that video up right now, and I gave it a downvote, and it showed one, and it says two to zero. Hmm. hmm. That's a little peculiar. Interesting. Check this out. Let's uh, just just hold on one sec. I want everybody to witness this so they can see. Look at that. Look at that right there. That's kind of odd, don't you think? Yep. Because it did have a one, and you can clearly see my thumbs down. That shows zero. That's that's awfully odd, YouTube. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Interesting right there. That's very interesting. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming out. We'll be back tomorrow with another podcast slash morning show for you guys. These things are fun. They're fun, man. They really are. They're getting um, better, too. I mean, yeah. look, the 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 our, the crowd is getting more interactive. They're, they're starting to really let us know what they want to know, what they want to want us to talk about. That helps us a ton. Right. Uh, I mean, Lord, no, if they want us to talk about whatever, I'll, I'll pivot in a heartbeat. I can, we can rant on about anything. So, you know. Yep, yep, that's true. Well, we're going to see you guys tomorrow morning at the same time. Peace, we're out. Till next time. <laughs>